0: back, folks, to uh, another episode of the Unwrapped Podcast. We've been on a nice hiatus. Is I this on... season
1: two? Is this season two? I thought we weren't doing seasons. We can call it season two. Okay, we'll call it season two. I won't list it as season two.
0: Well, maybe you should list it as season two so people know. We'll see how the next couple of weeks goes. All right. I am uh, one of your co-hosts, K Briggs. You can find me everywhere at K Pricks. Including Snapchat now, I remade one, but uh, still not really a big fan. I'm joined always by my co-host.
1: I am the co-sub host. Um, Don't call
0: yourself a co-sub host.
1: Max Cambria, last time I checked. Um,
0: you have to check your last name? Every few months I do. Is this because you're getting married and divorced constantly? or what's the... No, in
1: case, you know, sometimes, you know. And uh, this is the Unwrapped Podcast.
0: Are you going to say where you can find us? Or are you gonna well, say I'll do where? that at the end. Okay. And say uh, we don't really have a, a structured episode since we've been on such a break. We're just going to run through some things, some things that have happened, some things we want to talk about. Where do you want to start? Do you have anything you want to start with? or you want me to I'm start? Not,
1: I'd rather, I'd want you to start the race because, you know. Because you want to finish it? No, I just feel like, you know, I'd, I'd like a, a nice Kalen started initiative.
0: I see. Go ahead. I know you've been... Let's, let's start with the Grammys, then. Let's start with the Grammys. Yeah, we we missed it. Whoa, first, did you watch any of it?
1: No, I, I don't watch the Grammys. I just, I go over <laughs> highlights either after the show, while the show's going on through Twitter, or just the next day, or a combination of thereof. I don't watch those anymore.
0: I don't either. I, I actually, I used to try to catch the performances, but... Over performances the years, fell off. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Over the years, they stopped being very interesting. I think the last good one that I watched was, uh, I don't even know. Tyler did one. This year, though, right? Correct. Yeah. Um, I still didn't watch. I just couldn't bring myself to load up the Grammys. I don't even have cable. That's the thing. We don't have cable. I mean, I could have streamed it, but by the time I get a stream, i it's too much
1: work. Too much work. So, your thoughts on the Grammys...
0: Billy Eilish cleaned up. Yeah. How do you feel about that?
1: I have no feelings because I didn't do a deep dive into I've never done a deep dive into Billie Eilish's music. Her as an artist
0: That's the thing. I don't think she has um, a lot of music. She has she that doesn't have a lot of one music. Album, she really? has the
1: album that she won for. She what what did she win for? Best new artist, best, new artist album. best album.
0: Best album, best single, I think, or something. Best like single that. is bad guy. And, <coughs> bad and guy I, there was a fourth one. Yeah. I think it
1: was best female artist. Um, I can pull it up real quick. Either way,
0: best traditional pop vocal again,
1: album. and uh, there's I have friends who are huge pop guys. Best OS new album, shout out OS three two nine. Song of the year, song which the is year.
0: huge, right? And then um, album of the year, so album, she got, she got pop, both of song,
1: the and what was the third, fourth
0: one? Album of the year, song of the year, pop album of the record year, record of the year, and record of the year. So all all of the year capped ones, she took them. She just took it. Took it, Ryan. I, again, have not
1: any strong positive uh, things to say about Billy, and I have no strong negative things to say about Billy, other than the fact that, A, I don't know if she should have won all those awards. I don't know much about her music. I really, again, have not delved into that album deeply. B, after winning these awards she uh, she took a little jab at rap because she's, I was, I was she's gonna ask now you on top next. Yeah. Now I won these awards. I can say whatever I want about rap. And it's the same jab that's been taken at rap since the dawn of rap, which is, if they're saying all these things in the songs and they're not really doing them or they don't really have it, is it valid? Like... It's the same, uh, it's, I mean, she, it's she the didn't classic say, argument. She said that there's a lot of lying going yeah, on in rap. which there is. And then is. further of that comment, if you read past the headline, was that she said, well, they don't really have all those things or they don't really do what they're saying they do. Which of is true. Of course not. Which is true, yeah. Do you think Billy is doing all the things she's do- saying in her song? Yeah, someone uh, made that
0: reference As the, a matter of fact, I should her... say, do
1: you think Phineas is doing all the things that, that Billy is saying because writer. he's the writer? And this is public. This isn't hidden. Yeah, it's this everybody. is public knowledge. Everybody knows that. There's not, like a it's not a dig. It's a duo. He's creative. She's creative. Again, that whole family—actors, songwriters—they're—they're they're, they're great.
0: I mean, someone made the reference of her one lyric of like "steal your dad" type or whatever, and it's like, do you think underage Billie Eilish is stealing dads? No, that's a lie. No, I mean, it's also you want to sell records. It's not right. It's just music. When when it, if
1: we take those awards apart. Bad Guy is a song that sold records. It's not a bad song. 2021, is people going to be going, you know what song I listened to last week that's still great? Mm. Or is it going to be a song that you're in a public place? I was it comes say, on and you're it's like, It's a public oh, place record huh, at this point. Nice. And then after that, you don't really, it's not in your no, rotation. No. She knows this. They all know this. She's I there. will say. She was, she... <laughs> When she got on the scene, her her goal was, I'm going to climb this ladder as quickly as I can, just like, uh, much like Cardi B did last year. And boom, she did it. All right, great. I'm excited for one song from her, though. What song? The forthcoming James Bond theme song, which she's doing, her and Phineas. uh, She has a very, like, James Bond intro song type of voice. If you watch all the James Bond movies, they always have this, like... Song in the beginning, and she could. I think that's going to be a great intro song. For so the you're movie. hyped for that? I'm not. I'm hyped for the movie. I'm excited that they went with Billy for this intro song because I think she will do a good job.
0: I'm curious to see. I wasn't. I w- it wasn't on my radar, but I'm curious to see what she does. I think she's a true creative. I'm not. I did listen to her album. I have it saved in my rotation of of just liked songs. But lately, when it pops up in that sh- in that shuffle of just like songs. I skipped them. I, I can't bring myself to listen to one of those songs again. I, I don't know what it is. Was I really don't.
1: Highly exciting when she came on the scene for a few reasons. And I think that that is starting to fade. Um, think about this Cardi B album of the year, which that, we talked about that already. And that was a good she album. She took though. a huge backseat this year. Huge. She's also a mom. Yeah, huge backseat. That's part of the reason why I'm sure. Will Billy take the same back seat or are you expecting her to fall into fall prey into the <laughs> just got big kind of mentality where I have to pump out A through Z on this rotating schedule that my deal says I have to. I'm going to keep putting out as much as I can. It doesn't really matter if it's not my most soulful or most I'm not nearly going as hard as I can in it. But now that I'm big, I'm gonna just go on a schedule. Or do you think she's gonna kinda of take a back seat for a while, put out another project, maybe? I
0: think she's gonna put out another project. Because, I don't I don't think she's gonna slow down. I don't think she's that kind of artist. She doesn't really have anything that's blocking her, such as Cardi having her baby and then offset cheating and being public and not trying yeah. to start a family. I don't I don't think she has those issues. So there's really nothing blocking her from doing music, but music, unless she gets writer's block or something. But, I mean, I think she's a creative person. I think her and her brother have a nice little duo going. So I I don't think they'll slow down. Well-deserved all four awards. Do you agree? (sighs) I mean, I'm anti-Lizzo, and that's probably the other name that I think could have maybe. Why would she have? Because I think she's the only other name that maybe could have, that had a big enough year. Um, Let me just check. Which award could Lizzo have gotten? I I know she did get like one or two. Um, She did. She did. She was up for record of the year with um, Truth Hurts, which was in every bar. Whenever that came on, Every yes, any was. bar and club, any woman next to you would stop what they're doing and yell out that verse. So, I mean, she, if that's entitled, I mean, mm. she could have gotten that. She also could have gotten the album of the year. I mean, she was nominated pretty much anywhere that Billy was. You listen to that album? Lizzo's? Yeah. No, I'm, I'm very anti-Lizzo. You, think, Lizzo. That it, I, you I, think that that album
1: could have gotten an album near? Seriously.
0: I, I don't know because I didn't listen to Lizzo. I just I can't separate the art from the person that is Lizzo. I normally try because to. Because she's very much in our faces. She's, yeah, she's, she she's tries, a cornball. She's, she's corny. corny.
1: She tries to be in our faces on purpose. And that's I have nothing against person.
0: big women. I look nothing against nothing. that. But when you're going to Lakers game with your ass out or you're, you're twerking with your ass out in front of a McDonald's cashier, you're corny. You're, there's there's nothing artist behind that. There's nothing cool about that. You're just corny. Like, what's the point in that? It is a little, it is a little corny. I just I don't pay attention to her really. I don't either. Like there, I have nothing against her, but that's just that's just corny to me. So I can't I can't separate the the music from that. So I just didn't listen. I'm sure it's a good project. I've heard people like it. Hmm. Uh, she has fans, clearly. So she's doing something right. She's pop been and rap dominated. dominating
1: and not and dominating the nominations. Um, kind of disappoints me, but that's okay. I feel like they I don't only, think we will get past that for another three to five years.
0: I, I feel like it was only pop and rap, really, this year. And they they really... Through the nominations like that this year, because of the fact that it was really just Billy, Little X, and Lizzle. Like those were the main three names in every category, basically. And between the three of them, if whoever wins out of that, it it doesn't matter. Although Anderson Pack
1: sh- shined through with Ventura, yes, R and B album. Um, him and
0: I'm pretty sure "Rivers of the Dreamers" took home one also, but I'm not entirely sure. Now, it's
1: always good to see Anderson Pack win. Um. I think that he is semi-correct when he complains about people sleeping on his last two projects, but the reason they slept on him is because he, he released
0: two. Uh, out of those two, which one do you think is a better one? It was what, Ventura removing and- Removing the singles
1: that were presented before Oxnard came out. If you remove those, and just, even though that's really not how you're supposed to do it, I think Ventura is a stronger Anderson Pack album. I liked Oxnard a lot. I loved Bublin. I loved all the songs, all the singles that came out and there was tense and but you know, I think Ventura was stronger.
0: Yeah, I I agree. I mean Oxnard does have like all those like pusha T was on there, J. Cole, um, I enjoyed Sweet Chick, that's probably like my yeah. favorite song from there. But I don't know, I think I think Ventura is just better, but he did deserve that Grammy, I would say. I don't remember who he was up against, but he he deserved to get something. He's been making pretty good music for a long time. Um, Revenge of the Dreamers, yeah, they did take home one, which feel like that was also needed. They gave Nipsey Hustle one, which again needed. Actually, he got two if you count with DJ Khaled, which it's shocking, shocking. Yeah, that was against uh, actually against those songs, Metal Child. Shug Down Bad, Rex in the Middle, which was the winner. Clout, nah. Down Bad is a, is a very hard song. It is a hard song. No one denies this. That might be best rap performance to me, but I, I mean, you got to give Nipsey something, I guess. So it's it's fine. I've never seen it performed, so I don't know how it. Uh... Looks. And then DJ Keller won for best rap slash song performance for Higher, and that was up against Drip Too Hard, Panini, and Ballin, and The London. That's uh, not
1: even a strong nomination list. None, none of, of these were. Non- That's non- what
0: I'm list. saying. None, this Grammys, yeah, is we, not- we, This is
1: why no one watches the Grammys anymore. It's why the ratings are low. It's because, hey, guess what? Uh, they're not doing really great music del- delvations. They're kind of just trying to do fanfare, and they're also doing the fanfare wrong.
0: Yeah, I think the... But,
1: but the number one thing, the biggest thing that happened out of the Grammys was Tyler wins the album, best rap album, which again... A lot of people you... are saying that wasn't a rap album. How do you feel uh, about that? Let's take it from a couple different perspectives. Just looking at the album by itself, statistically speaking, statistically, yes, the percentage of singing to rap, I think it's like 62% singing or maybe even higher, it's like 65 and like uh, 45 or 35 um, lyric, like lyrical rap. So technically, like if Billie Eilish released an album, and on that album, she did 40% rap and 60% singing, no one in the right mind, no one would double think, it's a Billie Eilish, she sung the album. Yeah. But when Tyler does it, it is technically still a rap album. This is why I think it is, it's because... Then you look at the step back and look at the artist. I think they go, well, still most of his catalog is rap, like the overwhelming amount of yeah. his albums are rap, so he's a rap artist, so we can place this album in that genre um there was someone if I just find it really quick,
0: what was I gonna say?" <clears throat> Oh, best music video. Uh, Little Nas X won that. Which... For for Old Town Road? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> which he has better music videos to me. So I don't I don't know why that actually was the one that won. But, you know, what do I know? And then... Fucking, uh... Really, it's just Billie Eilish cleaned up. Just cleaned up. Which is nuts, considering she's 18. And probably has, I would say, just that one album under her belt. So I'm curious to see where she goes from here, but I definitely don't think she's going to slow down.
1: No, she's not going to slow down. She's going to stay in the spotlight as long as she can. She loves she loves where she is.
0: I watched an interview actually about her where she said she hated where she was last year and she enjoys it this year. Right. But if that will reflect when was the Grammys? Oh, like a couple weeks ago? 2 weeks ago? 3 I don't know, man. My whole sense of time because of school is just, all my weeks are the same pretty much. But um, what else What else has been happening? I went to Yam's Day.
1: Yeah, how was uh, Yam's Day? You went there for those Trace Days? I was those in trace? N- a trace.
0: New York for, I think, three. I trace. say three. Trace. Two, two nights, three days, I think. Something like trace that. Trace Days. Um, it was a good show. Very good show. I will say, at one point, if there were not a hundred people on that stage, I would I would be shocked. I would have been greatly shocked. If I could have counted the amount of people, if I did not hit a hundred, I would bet my house on it. That stage looked fucking crowded. Just and, uh, audience members? No, not even audience members. Artists. Artists, their entourage. Really? And I, I, don't, I don't know if it was all ASAP. I know at one point... Drake and Rihanna were backstage. Tyler was backstage. And you know when all these artists get together, you have to bring your people. You you want to bring your own squad. You don't roll yeah, solo. Yeah, you bring your team, but uh, does it get in the way of the performance? That's the thing. It got in the way of the performance. Not that they were front stage, because the way their stage was set up, it was, it was a backstage. Backstage, it ran pretty long. It had a nice little backdrop, like um, two DJ booths, one on each side, and then a uh, mechanical bull in the middle, the Yam's uh, logo. And then it had two walkways, one on either side, that led to a front stage, same length and everything. So it was basically a box. There was a crowd in the middle of this box. And then this led to a middle walkway, which then led to the wrestling ring. Or maybe I'm remembering this wrong. Maybe the ring was broken off and just in the middle. But either way, so there's a wrestling ring, there's a front stage, There's two walkways on the side and a backstage. The backstage, which wasn't backstage, I'm just saying it's the backstage because it's not in the front, had probably, let's say, 50 people. At, At any given point, 50 people. You lined up, hanging out, talking, whatever. 50 people. The front stage, they tried to keep only the performers there, so if it was Young M.A., it was just her, her hype man, and let's say Rocky. Cool. That's not bad. That's not a distraction. Whatever. And then you get to the wrestling ring, which is out in the middle. You walk towards you walk you have to walk to it. Like you can't you have to interact with fans. You have to get through there's security, there's gates, blah, 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 blah. That had at least another thirty people in there. And it's Mm. it's your standard wrestling ring, like at least thirty people, which is shocking to me because at one point they had actual wrestlers like performing there, like with ladders, doing it, jumps off top rope and shit. But um, at one point, it did get in the way in the show because there were too many people on stage. It was a fire hazard. Literally, the fire marshal said, "Clear the stage or shutting this down." So mm. they cut the music multiple times for about 20 minutes. Music was cut, which um, this happened during Casanova set. There were a lot of artists. Also, I'm I'm pretty sure some people didn't even perform, like didn't Probably show not. Up. But this was during Casanova set, and he started to fuck the fire department chant normal for hip-hop blah, blah 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 blah, but so they cleared the stage a little bit they still tried to drop the music fire marshal was like no that's not happening so the audio didn't play so he was trying to rap and his audio was literally low like iphone level low like you you couldn't even hear it so he got mad and again this is a very limited sketch because you have so many acts so basically he performed two songs because fucked up the show. Hmm. And Rocky had to stop and yell at people to literally move to the point where he was like, you know, if you're not supposed to be on stage, get off stage or I'm going to embarrass you. Why,
1: uh, why was there so much freedom to get access to the stage? I, I don't know.
0: That's, that's what I'm wondering. There wasn't a at guy point, like, whoa, whoa there. At one point, you, you could see like some, some white guy like walking back and forth with a clipboard across the stages and blah, 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 blah. But I don't know if he was checking people. Because at one point, there's just, and maybe I'll tweet out this video, because actually I took a video, because there was literally nuts. Like, it was dark in the venue, but because of the backdrop and the lights and everything, you can still see a good amount of heads just against this wall or just sitting in the back, sitting on the steps on the side. It looked nuts. It looked nuts. It's a problem that has plagued rap
1: mainly with the new gen and the new style, the new way that shows are being done, and to be to show that on such a big, it's not really. I guess Yams Day is supposed to be more of like about the homeboys and yeah. About the it, honor- I mean, it's a unity thing, but you, you won't see that at Coachella. You definitely won't see it at big festivals like that. But you do see it. It's a time-honored tradition in any local rap scene. It does not matter what city you're from. I'm not just saying this
0: because Buffalo is known. Uh, in the local scene, this is what happens. But yeah, yeah there was there was a tweet actually scene. on the local scene where it was like Buffalo, Buffalo artists and creatives mingle by getting on stage at on someone else's set and to an extent. That's true. But 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 also but also it gets in the way of artistry, in my opinion, in a little bit, because you can't you can't put on a proper show and, and if you really if, control if your stage, if there's thirty people next to you blocking your right. way. If you're raised let's just use the
1: word raised. If you're raised to let's let's say you follow like a trajectory and you become an artist that is starting to gain momentum and you're raised by doing shows where you have six, seven, eight dudes on your stage. And now when you do this, like let's say a medium tier show for the first time and your handler, your management, it's just you on stage. It can translate to awkward performance because yeah, you're like, it, it just I'm, looks used weird. To, I'm used to just, it still looks weird with that many people just standing there with people and like whatever. But, you know, performance isn't just getting up there and saying lyrics. There's a lot
0: that goes into it.
1: It's a skill. Yeah, it's, it's a is, skill there's that you energy. need to develop.
0: You want to be able to move and interact with and each side of the crowd. And
1: and I think that tweet is supposed to be taken as a joke because, to be honest, in the local level, you mingle by physically just going to the show. You, yeah. It's not like you can't access the artists that are on stage. They don't have a private green room. No. Yeah, and even if they do, sense. they're out in the crowd anyway after or before. I mean, that's why it's the local mm-hmm. scene. But uh, I think that... For certain songs, maybe uh, you can have, if you have that song presents that energy, you can have your crew on there. Yeah, but, but if it's the not, whole performance, not every, not every, every song, song, not every performance, just, um, it just looks weird it just, to it me. It does look a little strange. It does look a little strange.
0: But overall, good good show. Do you think the
1: song, the music video for crew? helped promote the level of onstageness because the shots were like there's literally a hundred dudes on my basketball court like that really helped promote it in my brain after that video came out i was like why I is think, everybody on stage
0: i think it definitely i don't want to say that that was the it the, wasn't the, the jump thing, off but, but it, it was, definitely it, promoted it, a lot of people it hit
1: a lot of people hard. i
0: mean there's been other videos where there's like People like yeah, that's people true. like a lot of Drake and the like the first one that comes to mind is like Drake in the game when they had a bunch of people behind them. Like it, I guess it's just a symbol. Like you want to show that you got people with you doing these music videos, but you don't need that on stage. You don't nobody no, like nobody wants have, uh, have your security. You don't need your boys on stage with you. Nobody's gonna rust the, the stage. Rule,
1: you can apply the same rules to people on stage as you can to pyrotechnics and lights. If it interferes with the performance or the song itself or the enjoyment of the song itself, tone it down. Tone it back.
0: At some point, there were so many people in that wrestling ring that I was afraid it was going to collapse, and they were all bouncing up and down. I was like, this this of, has to that, beat the weight limit. Out of limit. The,
1: the, the amount of people in that wrestling ring, how many of them do you think, after Yam's Day, are with the artists, partying with the artists, know the artists personally, or is it just kind of friends of friends of friends, like the, the, the third step down?
0: I know a lot of them were ASAP members, but at some point... It was just at he's some point with there me, were the wrestlers. With me. At some point it was he's with me. At some point, mm. people from the crowd were literally getting into the ring somehow, mm. getting into the ring like That's just crazy. just sliding inside and just jumping up and down. And they were some of them were getting kicked out, but some of them were just there, like they were just like let them let them rage, fucking. um... And I think that th- they wanted that they wanted the raging to happen and and kind of that mingling to happen because at some point they were crowd surfing, they were in the mosh pits,
1: no matter what you want people to walk <laughs> away with we want a good amount of people to walk away saying that they had a good time,
0: yeah, and they were also saying that they were like we're we're here to just have a good time also like uh right. one rant he had was he was getting mad because they were in the pit, um like each pit jumping around mingling, and people were filming, and he was like. You know, I'm just trying to mosh too. Why do you have your phone on me? It's like, well, one, you're ASAP Rocky, and and two, you're ASAP Rocky, and you're you're next to me People moshing. People are gonna pull out the phones. That's so why a he, couple uh, brave
1: artists are restricting phone use at shows. Well,
0: he was threatening to smash the phone, and he said, "You can't sue because this is my warning." And after that, there wasn't a rant, but you know, he uh, he went back out there. It wasn't a bad show. I I enjoyed it. Yeah. I like wish people uh I wish someone caught the the caught the clip of him just screaming titties because it was hilarious. Whenever mm. he said it some woman somewhere would flash her tits and the camera would would pan there and catch it. No nipples were shown because they uh they didn't want to get sued, I assume. So, so they, they so they had a graphic over the uh over the nipples, but you can still see the the breast. And mm. this this happened probably for about 10 minutes in the show probably didn't help to the artist lineup that was running over and the amount yeah. of people on stage. Um, There's a surprise per- performance by Tyler, the creator, literally at the end with the lights on. As as people were leaving, he performed Earthquake. Um, that was pretty cool. In Igor Garb? No, he was, he was straight, like, literally like he just got out of his Uber. Like, he just got there, out of his Uber, came late, somehow managed to fight his way to the front of the stage because at this point... Everybody who's in that venue is on stage, pretty much. Like, not kidding. Anyone who's backstage, you went front stage because the show was over. And the lights were on. You wanted people to see you, I assume. So you just went front stage, gave your little wave and shit. So we got front stage, and people, uh, someone started an uproar, like, Tyler, do a song or something. So you can see the people who are. On the floor kinda walking out, they all turned around and started running back towards the stage. And I guess he felt like he had to do it. So he did Earthquake real quick. The full song actually, which Mm. shocked me pretty, pretty well. Um That was pretty cool. I never saw a Tyler performance, but I enjoyed that, even if it was one song. Um Little Yachty was there, he didn't perform.
1: Lil People call uh, him trash. Uh, Little Yadi not only took a backseat, seat. Little Yadi's in the
0: trunk yeah. of the hip hop industry. He just, right he just now. played two songs, two three songs from his from his iPhone. Literally plugged it in. Yeah,
1: he's not. Uh, I expect a uh, Yadi drop uh, in 2020. Maybe, I think he says something's I think coming maybe soon. Maybe
0: two. Yeah, but uh, I'm not excited for them. I'm not either. I don't. I don't even think the songs he played was his. To be. I honest. I remember when
1: arguments about Yadi versus Uzi versus Playboy were there. Now Yadi's out of that conversation. Yeah. He's gone.
0: Really. They're all out of that conversation. They all took a Huge break in their own way. Um, what else happened? Pop Smoke was post perform. He got arrested that day. For transporting a stolen Rolls Royce across state lines or something. Yeah. That's a federal crime. It is. Um, but I will say his manager, Victor Steven, is, is a Push T's manager, part of good music. He's a very good manager, very about his business, and that's his artist. Like he's really pushing him and with him pretty much every day from what I've seen. So I don't think too much is going to come from that. Like, I he's think. Already, it's already been. Yeah. It's like, already water under the bridge. Yeah. I think he's going to get a fine, probably get some parole or something. But I, I don't think they're going to let him go to jail. He's he's hot right now in New York and pretty much everywhere. Um, But he wasn't there. He's supposed to be. So they played his two songs, his Christopher Walken song, which came out that day. And um, welcome to the party. They played that pretty much every intermission, every single time, and the reaction was the same from the start of the night to the end of the night. They played it. They played his music probably about twenty times. Those two songs, reaction just the same. Nuts. Yeah. So I couldn't. I couldn't even imagine what it would have been like if he actually performed. Um, Young and May performed. She was pretty cool, and. I, it was just it was an interesting interesting show. I wish some people's sets were longer. Some people literally went out there, did one song and that was it, which was weird to me. But what can you do? Would I go back? Mm. I'm not really sure. Really? I'm not sure. Yeah. I'm I'm not sure. It's I mean I could have we, we could have got onto the floor. We actually finessed our way from the four hundreds. We paid twenty dollars for four hundred seats all the way down to the one the hundreds like a little corner section where we were the only people and it was pretty nice and nobody checked our tickets or none. So for that, it was a win $20 to get to the 100. It's pretty close open view. Not bad, but would I do it all again? I don't know. I don't know if the show was worth it, but you, it, you had a breakfast sandwich that was worth it. I had the best breakfast sandwich I've ever had in my life from a bodega. And, and I don't know what, part of, I can't remember what part it was, but we were in Brooklyn somewhere. I don't, I wish I could remember, but it was it was a turkey, turkey sausage and cheese. Literally felt like it was just some thick turkey that he cut like straight straight from the, the, the whole turkey. Put it on there, cooked it up, threw some cheese on that bad boy, and it was good. It was the best breakfast sandwich I ever had. It cost me about $2. I said, thanks, man. Walked out. Um... Pretty much all my food during this trip came from a bodega. At some point, a bodega. I think I had one real meal. Maybe I had, I had one real meal sitting down in a restaurant, and then I had McDonald's before the show real quick because we were drinking. But besides that, all the rest of my eats came from a bodega. Very interesting. Didn't see a bodega cat, it's though, so the, I wasn't yeah, I was not was too a happy. Uh, kind of. I mean, it's the cheaper choice. Right. I don't know if I necessarily... I mean, I'm not, I'm not a New York Cityer, so I don't know if if I could get behind what some people were ordering at a bodega, like like a like a full of chopped cheese with fries with with another side with this and this. I don't know if I can get behind that, but I'll I'll, I'll get a burger. I'll get like a burger. I'll get a breakfast sandwich. I'll, I mean, I'll get
1: something cheap. You're from Buffalo, so you should know food
0: like that. Just <laughs> the quick food. Buffalo's full of that, so you should know how to gauge it easily. I couldn't gauge it. I couldn't tell if they were good. I couldn't tell what how this I, I just cut it it was the, it was just weird I don't know it they made me feel speaking weird speaking
1: of New York there's somebody that we both work with that uh, hates hates on the recent hates on the recent uprising of Griselda because Jesus. because of the <laughs> fact that this person interprets everything that they do and say mm-hmm. as fuck New York City when it's not but they, they have a huge fan base in New York City. Yeah. Huge. And the, the, the problem this person is having is that in all their interviews, are saying, they're not saying fuck New York, but they're saying that Buffalo has a distinct sound, and, and their, their standpoint is they don't. But regardless of their standpoint, Griselda on the rise probably should talk about that,
0: mainly because they have had a yeah. big couple months. They've had a huge couple of months. Um. Let's see, to that to that response, I don't they're not showing to to New York. They're basically just saying Buffalo has talent too, which
1: Right. Which, which is huge. Which most people, do. nine out of ten New Yorkers, if you ask them about Buffalo, will just probably point to the idea that Buffalo rips off everything from yeah, New York, which,
0: which not true at all.
1: Maybe on the decline Buffalo did, but now that the rust belt has reversed and now we're on the you know, the up, the upswing Buffalo everywhere.
0: I mean, there's Griselda. Um, Audie is literally in every fashion show ever. Walk right, yeah. right now, just walking. Yeah. So, I mean, Buffalo to say Buffalo isn't to be noticed is just nuts at this point. Um, back to Griselda, they dropped their project. What would she gonna do? Um, which catapulted
1: a, them into the into yeah, the forefront. It's
0: it's what they needed, which is shocking because I wasn't really a mainstream album. That was just what they want to do. Um, Signed to Rock Nation, management did a late night show. I forget which one. They're all Fallon. the same to me. Yeah, Fallon, <clears throat> which is interesting that you get these three guys from Buffalo who rap about good management and, and drugs. Yeah, their Rock Nation, Rock Nation, Nation can management. get
1: people out of prison. They can get three guys
0: from Buffalo on yeah. a late night show. It's not, it's not and a huge lead. It's just interesting that they, not that Rock Nation can do it, but that that was allowed. I mean, they did change their lyrics a little bit, so it didn't sound as as grimy and as. Griselda, it just sounded like, it it was very watered down. I don't know. It was a good move, but I don't know if that's a good look. If you watch that, it was kind of just like, I'm happy for Griselda, not this is the Griselda that I want people to see. It's just like, this is a good look.
1: Well, uh, a lot of people are having the idea about Buffalo being, like if New York has moved away, New York rappers, some have moved away from, the way that rap is stereotypically perceived. Griselda is almost, especially on the Fallon show, was almost trying to, it almost looked as if from an outsider, from someone not in Buffalo, you could, you, I could see them seeing Griselda as like, oh, they're a return to like trap, trap rap, not trap music, but trap rap or like drug selling rap or like things like that, yeah. which again is a part of each other guy's backstory, but it it's not representative of Buffalo music, nor is it representative. I would say of Griselda in general. Um, I mean, obviously the plugs I met, and like they talk about it uh, just yesterday, Benny on yeah. Twitter. I was in my thirties selling heroin, hand to hand heroin sales. Yeah, um, that's real. Again, it's it's part of their history and everything else, but I don't think it's representative of their creative process. No, I, th- I think whole.
0: I think Rookie. as a whole, uh, I think it's I think it's a part. I think it's it's like. I don't 25 to 50%, maybe in the other 25 to 50 is like fashion and just them being them.
1: It's going to take like two more artists in Buffalo getting huge deals and becoming to the forefront that are wildly different than Griselda for people to realize that Buffalo is, is multi. There's a lot of different viewpoints here. I think because if Griselda just brings up uh, Griselda juniors, if they bring up anybody, if Griselda brings up yeah. Griselda Juniors, and they're still just talking about how when they were 28, 29, this was my lifestyle, now I'm this, um, and it's the same type of music, the same type of flows, the same type of beats, then we might... Buffalo is so... Everybody categorizes Buffalo. Everybody. Everybody. Especially yeah. right now because the Bills are in the main... On the national stage and Griselda, everybody's trying to go, well, Buffalo is this or Buffalo is that. So... It's gonna take a few diverse. it's gonna take a couple
0: artists that are a little diverse for people to shake. There there is a lot I'm of not, diversity in Buffalo, but it's it's hard to say who's next to come out of Buffalo. I'm not trying to
1: make that prediction. And I'm not saying that, that Griselda should change their image. I, I any attention to Buffalo is good attention to me and I like what they're they're doing and I, I'm a fan of their music. But uh it's unfortunate, kind of in some circles that I've noticed how like Buffalo's still trying to be they're just trying to categorize it. They're doing wings, yeah. losing losing sports teams, and now Great this devil. style of rap is, yeah. must be the Buffalo local scene. And it's not. It is, but it's not.
0: I feel like that's also because, oddly enough, there's not – no one has really fully captured the Buffalo scene to its real raw core. Yeah, there is yet people, to people be. People have caught know. groups, and those, those group captures have been amazing. They're done pretty well.
1: I think that people, people have, have caught, caught – Group people notice groups and capture the groups. Yeah, the, the images of themselves. Yes, but they don't capture. There's objective truth has not yet been achieved in Buffalo yeah, as far as the that's music what scene I goes. Say. Like there's the there's a couple facts that have been strung together. Yeah, like, in terms of like Goo Razer being somebody, rest in peace. That being somebody that uh, was a proponent of the scene and propelled this group. And we have that going on, and then you know people have yet to figure out kind of how other artists that can that are on people's yeah. mouths have come to be. That's and I feel you know, like it's
0: gonna be a while before that happens. I mean, because it's kind of hard, but it's also kind of not because because of how the tight knit the local scene is.
1: It, it's a lot of cross cross. It's it's, it's a lot of cross. Lot of like of cross.
0: really, there's there's. There's like a couple names, and then within those names, you can get affiliates, and then within those affiliates, there's affiliates, and then you just keep doing that, and eventually you get back to uh, anybody else. Yeah, like so. it's it's just easy to transport across. So people.
1: to pull forward, like Griselda wasn't doing, mainly because there is an age gap and there is a, a skill gap. But yeah, they, they were weren't doing shows lot. with no people on our on our mouths uh, coming out of our mouths. They they separated themselves early, in, yeah. into their
0: music career. I mean, they also moved away. They also went to Atlanta. They also went to Atlanta. Which is more welcoming of hip-hop, which again comes down to the venues not liking hip-hop in Buffalo, which set us back, and then us finding a way around that, and now they're becoming more accepting. Yeah, at
1: the same time. But not really because it's really just
0: the same four venues. And the
1: same two or
0: three curators of those four venues who are very selective. And then it's the same artists, which isn't bad because you're putting... The artists that are representing and on the forefront of Buffalo. I mean, there was a show by um, I can't. I don't want to butcher their name, and I can't think of their name. I think I think it's called Buffalo Hip Hop Collective or something. Um, I think it's ran by Devlin Marino. If you go know the I'm blog, not. yes, but he does run a blog. He did a show recently, um, and in that show, although there were a lot of acts, which I'm kind of against, yeah, because it it takes away from artistry again. And I'm, I'm just all about artistry. Um, it was a good show. And there was a lot of people who normally don't get light, um, or people who deserve that spot versus people. And I don't want, I don't want to say like people don't deserve their spots in shows. That's not the message I'm trying to say, but I'm saying in order for Buffalo to really rise, we can't just keep throwing the same five the people. The problem with build. Buffalo is that... And you want to get people. I understand that. You want to get people. I've, I've booked right, shows. I've, I've of done all One of the biggest problems you get is people. that
1: all these shows, it's, it's a stone's throw away. It's the person to your left and right, it's a stone's throw away of how you know them. The fan bases have, have started to blur because uh, yeah. everybody knows everybody else you're actually reducing your fan base if you're trying to rely on the same 50 people to go to every show yeah. like
0: like for us we think, we share like, the same the free music party we share the same people like friend base in buffalo However, uh, in buffalo as as freak the mighty like uh, yeah generally genuinely yeah like so if we threw a show the same night as them it it divides your fan base so it makes right. more sense to throw a show it together. Makes,
1: I would rather be, it, right now in Buffalo, I would rather be a rap or hip-hop artist that is third or fourth slate on a, on a five-act show that has 10 minutes or 15 minutes, you know, not a lot of time, and uh, and is on a show that is with people that I have no idea who they are. I'd rather be like the one guy backstage and I know I'm about, and you know, I have my, maybe my music that the the DJ who I don't know is playing in front of people that I don't know at this point right now, then have a show that I am best friends with the guy who curated it and all the people in the the crowd are my friends. Now, it's great to have your fans go to the show because their movement and their enjoyment of that music is contagious. You want that contagiousness to be to people who are not exposed to that music You you want to make new fans, basically. You want, yeah, and The biggest way that I see most Buffalo artists try to do that is through social media, through short either videos that let's let's take a step back. They're all edited in pretty much the same way. Yeah. And and other little posts like that, which is great because a stream of content is something that any 21st century 2020, you know, marketeer will tell you that's what you need. You need a content stream. But there, it's and this is a big question no one knows how to answer it how do you create a fan base um a growing fan base in a city like Buffalo it's difficult
0: I th- I think it, it also comes down to shows I'll, you just there needs to be someone who just shakes up shows like Xavier Kyle and I don't I don't know the other guy unfortunately but they almost did that when they tried to Get a wrestling styled wrestling which got, show, However, which got canceled I unfortunately, hate,
1: i do not think that venue is conducive to no.
0: to any new fan base no but i think that that way of doing the way show, doing the show the was getting 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 a, getting yeah, a ring like doing stuff like that that's how you get new people that's how you show another thing real is artistry that's how you the other way creativity. that you could yeah the other way you could
1: you could do it foreseeably although again buffalo has a problem with the acceptance of this because if the first step to acceptance is let's get into some local venues, the real way to get accepted into a larger fan base is having people come to your city and the opening act be a local. And that happened once or twice, but it's not something that happens very often. Yeah. Um, and I'm not saying H, or I'm not saying First Niagara Center, but...
0: I mean, you know, Venue and, and venue concert Trive, grief, Yeah. does this... Um, there was a couple of local Buffalo guys, and I know because I was a photographer on this one time. There was a couple of local guys, and then a couple out of state guys, and then Jay Crit. Right. Um, now, this was good, but you're in a good venue, you're opening for someone, but at the same time, a lot of these people don't care, unfortunately. And like they're just waiting are, for Jay Crit, so they're and, not listening, yes. they're drinking. A lot, lot of people who friends. go to
1: venue, venue specifically, a lot of people are going to that bar. For a Jay J-Crit show. Not only are you just waiting for Jay crit they are not there. They are not people who are appreciative of music in general. They're there f- their, for J-Crit. Their, their number one playlist that they play is the top 100 hits. That's the type of people who went to venue for yeah. Jay crit It's people who call another girl's sister because they're in a sorority together and they listen to the top one hundred hits or it's the guys who are going after those females. Venue is just that everybody knows venues attracts that crowd. It's it's not a mystery to anybody. So you don't like venue? I don't like venue. Alright, I just wanted to I, see what I you don't like. like venue. Do I, I love the space. I love the layout. The
0: layout the layout is very good.
1: I don't like how they are a selective in in who they let in and uh, forget about race. They fully are aware of the age gaps between the oh, s- yeah. females and males they let in. And I'm I'm really just don't like how they go about scheduling their shows and who they choose to come in venue. It's a miracle to me because before venue it was Lux. Yeah. That Lux in every couple of years it's supposed to switch names and owners because it fails because they do the same venue formula. The only difference, I don't know what the difference is for venue besides Tim Walton. And honestly, shout out to Tim Walton. Glad that he's successful in venue. And I'm glad that he has lines out the door and all that. And Buffalo has a nice club space for people aged 15 to however old after that you can go into. The, The thing is though, they are not, they are not conducive to any art, style in Buffalo that is happening. Now, Rock Room, which is cousin to venue, but owned by the same guy, maybe? I think they're owned all
0: by the same people. They
1: uh, They have potential. Their space isn't great for a show. No. But they haven't been... They haven't shied away from extremely alternative forms of art performance, such as Spoken Word they've hosted, or other poetry events, or other artists that are not...
0: And I think not like
1: top 100 hits. Let's try to get somebody who will get as many bodies through the door as we can. So
0: it really just comes down to one of these. They're It's
1: you know why I hate venue. It's because they're management. Really? Really, that's what it's—it's it's their management style of getting people. All they want is as many people to buy a pre-ticket sale ticket as they can. I mean, that's
0: that's all any is, promoter right. wants. But that's that's but what I was about to say. The way they
1: go about it is how I is just it's, it's disagreeable. Right. There's other b- models you can do, I think, than that.
0: I think it all comes down Plus, to bro, is what
1: needs to happen is some in, uh,
0: <laughs> some promoter or some club owner needs to take a chance and partner with someone who really knows local culture not just hip-hop just local music what's up and coming what what's good what's whatever and start letting this person do a local night it doesn't have to be a friday night a saturday night or a weekend night just give them a local night and access to your space and let them just build up this culture and I mean, even
1: if they want to restrict and say "fine, but no bar," like yeah, just, like do something. just let them let them use space. You don't want it, yeah. If you don't let want, them, you know,
0: let them use these
1: lights. These it's all these about liability with them because they think that something's going to happen and they're going to have to front the bill
0: for it. And that's why you have to take that chance. You have to take that chance to right. build that partnership, and it would probably be very fruitful. Not in the first couple of weeks but i'm sure if you let this partnership go on for a couple of months you're gonna start getting it your needs return to be more structured
1: than sugar city but less restrictive what than are your thoughts on sugar city it's it's an okay it's a it's actually a pretty decent location it's an okay inside actually could use some work and it's it's honestly just it's an open mic night yeah i don't and that's great. The way they that's do their that's great that they're giving people a space. I don't know it's if I'm not, enough. Yeah, I'm it's again it's it's not it's not what they're doing to try to get profit. It's how they're going about it. That's needs to change yeah. in the club scene in Buffalo for venues. What really needs to happen is that uh some, you know, a club owner needs to start a club in Buffalo and he, when he goes to secure investments for this club cuz I, you know, again it's Buffalo, there's no millionaires walking around going, "I want to buy that and make it a club for hip-hop." It's yeah. just people getting investors, and that's fine. One of their investors needs to be somebody who handles or partners needs to be somebody who is a curator, essentially, and, and, and has a partner, or they, they themselves understand what's going on and curate different shows. It's not about who that person believes might be good or bad. It's about getting as many it, it's about getting a good diversification throughout. You know, there used to be auditions for clubs. Yeah. There used to be, okay, you want to do this? Well, my boss and my two other partners were going to be sitting in this booth in an empty club. I need you to perform two songs for me, and then we'll see. Maybe that's how somebody needs to do it. I'm not talking about, you know, being tryouts and all that, but, you know, it's, it's again, we come back to this all the time because it's such a big issue with Buffalo hip-hop. And as a matter of fact, time and time again, the people at the next tier of the game, Iliasco, people who are in rooms with people, they, they preach it every time. They've, they've, they didn't do that in Buffalo. And no. still, right today, that culture does not exist right now where they're doing it in Buffalo. Again, it's going to be a matter of artists opening for big acts or semi-big acts that, at different venues and creating a bigger fan base, which is challenging. So I respect a lot of the artists right now that are move, moving – way underneath public eye. They're not doing shows every month. They're not even doing shows yes. every six months because they are really trying to... I, I notice it's starting to pick up where a lot of local guys are taking breaks. They're really trying to hone crafts. They're trying to hone their, their, their songwriting or their, their production or their, their fan base in different ways. So I'm all for experimentation because the current formula is still broken. I mean, 20 Panel Ave never happened. It never is going to happen right now. Yeah which
0: is unfortunate.
1: So, that was the one leg up that we might have had. Again, that location questionable, but you can't uh, city and town and all the townships they're not going to let some a location like that happen no. in, you know, the busiest street on wherever. Or, you know, somebody like like a clothing store owner or a record store owner that has a big space could just convert one or one day a, a month or two days a month or one day a week, their space into a small venue. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it definitely doesn't take it, a lot. It, it's yeah. gonna be a loophole that 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 it's gonna be like something's gonna gonna hit off. Something's gonna explode, and it's because Griselda kind of did it behind the scenes. But now they're big. Yeah. So, if someone exploded out of Buffalo, like they are living in Buffalo, not traveling between anywhere, just they're living in Buffalo. If that person was to explode. Then then you'd see you'd see and he, venues were in tune to that. You'd be mm-hmm. like, okay, he's four blocks away. Why don't we get this guy? He just got a million, you know, song hits. Something
0: like that. I don't know. It's it's just it's, it's just it's no an one's interesting time. It's yeah. an interesting time to be alive in Buffalo. But I'm I'm hopeful and curious to see what happens. Maybe I'll get back to planning shows and see if I can make something shake. Yeah, you better talk to the VP about that. I'm my own VP.
1: I'm not going to speak on that. <laughs>
0: um, yeah, we'll cut that out. Yeah. Um, what else was I going to say? Party Next Door keeps pushing back his project. How do you feel about that? Do you think one's actually coming?
1: Yep. I think that one is coming. After tweeting a n- title and tweeting that one's coming, he has to make one coming Party now. Mobile is a,
0: is a trash title, by the way. Maybe it'll be a mobile game. I that's that's a better title than that for an album. I don't know.
1: I don't know. I'm really not following him too closely on the new album release. I'm just gonna wait until it happens. I'm not really I've kind of given up. He's I'm not lost a me. stan of Party Next Door. I do enjoy his music, but I'm no way, shape, or form a stan.
0: I wouldn't say I'm a stan. I did listen to his whole discography recently. Like all all of his music he put put out just because I was Listening to P three and then I was like, eh, I don't really remember P two and then I was like, I don't remember P one. So I just I kept going down the scroll. Yeah, yeah. He's like, he's not as good as I as
1: I once thought. Like he's he was great when he came on the scene because it was a fresh voice. Yeah,
0: but now that I
1: you have sit to sit and listen, yeah. it's I mean, he's not doing anything. Drake different. tried to ride the fresh voice wave for years and somehow we let him. But now that that's faded, and now Party Next Door too. You know, Drake's also a superstar.
0: Yeah, no he, denying that he reinvented himself a couple times, not not hugely. N- the same but Drake's he, still
1: there. Actually, the sh- shave uh, shave faced Afro Drake that's really thin. I always can see him through Drake's facade. It's a facade.
0: I don't know if it's a facade. Did you
1: see the project video where he's in the projects? Yeah. I don't. I don't think it's a facade. Oh my God, what's going on? Come on, Drake. I you're not. You can't do that. You're you're too big in the game to be trying to be a local rapper making a music video. Stop it. Stop it. Stop! <laughs> You're not. It's not
0: gonna look good. I, I remember remember that short film he tried
1: to put out where he was crying or something. He tried to take himself seriously, and it it that short video did horrible. No one liked that short, what short video. video. This is. Oh my god! Ugh.
0: What's the title of it? God, I don't. I'm gonna have to look it up now. See, this is why we need our intern back. Um. Yeah, I don't know if I'm looking forward to it. I've kind of stopped putting it on my radar like I used to. What I, Drake's music? No party. I don't. Drake's music is. I will say I do like Drake's um Desire song. I do like that better than Life is Good, which both have future on it. Do you think uh What a Time to Be Alive 2 is coming or do you think these are just Wait, songs? Wait, what song do you like better? Desire better than Life is Good?
1: Uh What a Time to Be Alive 2 is coming, just so you know. And I knew it was going to I've said this I think I said this episode's before, which is now we're talking months ago because of our episode hiatus. Um it is coming. I told you it was going to be coming in 2020, and yeah, I actually believe that if I had to guess, because we're already into mid-February, almost mid-February, and it hasn't come yet, because I, I, I believe that if it didn't come before Valentine's Day... Do you think it's going
0: to drop around summer? None. It might. It, if I it don't doesn't think drop in them- March.
1: If it does not drop in March, either during, right before, or right after the March Madness... Then it won't, it'll drop in the summer. Because I, think I can it's see a, a track drop. being March Madness 2. And if not, then yeah, it'll be a summer drop.
0: Well, they both haven't been on a tour in a while. And that's where yeah. they really yeah. rake in their money. So I think they're going to well, drop summer or right yeah, before summer. Needs announce a, certain, a summer future tour. Future needs a
1: certain amount of releases and yeah, tour dates. We that. We
0: Launder is money. Max is I wasn't going to go
1: into it. You want to go into it? Fine. But I'm just saying he does need, he has a quota to meet, much like, like, Small town cops and and tickets if he doesn't meet the quota he's gonna get in trouble also also you know say, his uh seventh son the gang incident oh yeah people getting, are coming uh, at him for that and it's like dude you can't blame him for that yeah you can't blame him for that
0: yeah that's not a that's not a future issue I mean it is a future I- issue but it's not totally on him because he's not... Like, your dad's future. You have money. You can't blame him for that. Too. There's no reason for Fucking you to be in a game. Crazy. There's, crazy. there's no reason. None at all. Um, What else did I want to touch? Briefly, the halftime show. What happened? show? Of the Super Bowl. What, what about it? Latin, Latin inspired. How do you feel about that? You think that was a good move or do you think that was uh I, I, all publicity, really? It was for sure. A big part of it was publicity. You can't deny that. I don't really
1: think it... It was as safe as a move as they were gonna make when well, venturing people, into that. Because look, that what well, what what was the only controversy that came out of the halftime show? What was it? It was about booty cheeks, pole. and 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 stripper pole. Yeah. That was it. So there was that mass. That any controversy that was coming out of it about including Latina slash Latino inspired music, which nobody should care about it being there uh, yeah, anyway. Yeah, no it was in Miami. Care. Yeah. So. I didn't really have a strong opinion about the Super Bowl halftime show, honestly. I think that... Did you think uh, it was good? J-Lo,
0: her music career should be over. <laughs> I agree. It's She's done. Come. I agree. Do you think it was good, though? You're a hustler. Was, uh, okay. What would you give that one out of 10? A
1: Super Bowl show out of 10? Yeah. If I'm scaling it on Super Bowl halftime shows I've actually sat through? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. 6-8? That's that's like your baseline. Yeah. The standard Super Bowl show. After after the Black Eyed piece, they were like, we need to get a few just standards under our belt. And they did that.
0: They did. I've really been enjoying the tweets of like, um, or not the tweet, but the one news story where it's like that guy wants to sue because he got basically so horny during that Super Bowl show. Like the one Christian guy. Have you seen those tweets? No. That news story? It's pretty funny. Pretty funny. Um, what else do I have? Give me a second here. I just got an incoming call. I'm not going to answer that on the air. Um, Actually, I don't really have a lot more. I
1: think that we should move into our uh, ending segment. What are you listening to this week? Yeah, what are you listening to this week? I just asked you. No, but you said the name of the segment I asked you. No, I said the name as, like, posing it to you. It's what are you listening to recently, I guess, over the past few months. And let me tell you, I'll go first. I haven't really been listening to much new. And as a matter of fact... I've probably only listened to eight seconds of Pop Smoke, which I, I'm going to listen to his music because it's been in the background of a video, but I haven't done any deep delving into music. Here's the reason number one, laziness. Number two, um, I'm exploring. I, I'm in between, I'm using both music apps right now. I have no, I am not paying for both, but I'm using both, meaning I have a free Spotify subscription and a paid Apple Music subscription. I do like the user interface of Apple, but. Spotify is intriguing me because their algorithm is scary. Good scary. Meaning what are they doing with that data? But that's a different podcast. <laughs> what am I doing on my recently played? Um, I'll tell you something that I'll tell you. I'll just, I'll tell you what I think. First of all, first of all, underrated song, single, underrated sig- single. single Monica Flappers, obviously tech nine. Who thought tech nine was going to come out with a, with a hard verse. I didn't even hear that there's a music video too. Hmm. I didn't think in my 22 years of living, did I ever predict that tech nine, I knew that tech nine and and was friends with zombies and they, they worked together, blah, blah, blah. I didn't think that his verse would be as good as I thought it was on Monica. You should, you should, I'll listen to that one to listen. But, um, another artist that I believe was on my, was on my honorable mention list of, it might not have been of top albums of the, uh, decade or of 2019. Um oh my God, they just Oh wait, that's old. Um everybody I think who is looking for an extremely different sound than what they're used to, meaning the fan base of this hip hop, some R and B, some pop, should listen to Foles. And I'm gonna make a case for them. First of all Foles. F O A L S Foles. How did I find Foles? the same way anybody finds it. I turned on my car. The radio station it was on was an alternative station. This one of their popular singles, Mountain At My Gates, was on. And I pretty much ignored them besides that sing, single that I heard. And then I, I did a deep dive into them not too long ago, a few months ago. And I got to say, I'm... I'm impressed. They do. They have a lot of remixes on their pages, at least on Apple music. You don't have to pay attention to those. Those are great. They, they it's somewhere where, where house music and instrumental music and alternative music and kind of, it's, it's a little bit of techno y but not, it's not techno music. It's kind of where they all intersect. They're from the UK, which already gives them a point in my book because UK bands have been like really dominating like the band scene lately. Um, but they released in 2018. Actually, the last part came out in 2019 In 2019, they released two, two projects that part one and a part two. I had, again, just completely ignored both of these projects, except for the two singles that were like played. And then I went and I, one day listened to part one all the way through. And then right after part two, all the way through. And I got to say, it is some phenomenal music. Phenomenal. There's this one song called, I believe it's called Neptune. Let me go to it actually. Um, on part two, it's part two is called everything not saved will be lost. And part one is called. Uh, da, 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 da. It's like something similar. Um, part one is called every. Oh yeah. part It's actually both called the same thing. Everything not saved will be lost. Part one and part two. Part two has just grown on me exponentially in such a short amount of time. There's this song, the last song, Neptune, which is a whopping 10 minutes long. Oh my God. But, but hear me out. You don't have to listen to it. You don't have to put it in your daily rotation. Be in a, a nice calm mood. Maybe when you're driving at night, put this song on. The 10 minutes breezes by. You're like, what am I listening to? This is fantastic. I think it's not even upbeat music. It's really like, especially Neptune and especially the part two of this album, um, besides a couple of the songs like uh, black bowl. Um, it's like, I could be listening to this song and I'm just floating underwater in like a scene from a movie mm. where like, it's just dark underwater. And for some reason the characters just floating around kind of like train spotting, like heroin music, but not heroin music. We're not talking about pilots. We're not talking about 21 pilots. We're not talking about 1975 kind of like where that music and house and techno kind of meet falls, put them on your radar part one part two albums are great their older stuff is good too like what went down is the album and uh that i found them on holy fire if you go way older you can start to kind of see where their influences came from but uh at least listen to their 2019 part one and part two albums i think that they are putting out some music that is just super unique to me and i'm like wow these are guys that are extremely influenced by a bunch of different music and they somehow reconciled that um other good songs into the surf which is their ninth song on the part 2 right before neptune's really good it's just like a little intro 10000 feet is pretty good um, i mean seriously like all the all i've been really liking both of these projects and the fact that they're part 1 part 2 total is 20 songs but part 1's only 39 minutes and part 2 is 40 and 10 of that 40 minutes is the one song pretty hmm. good good i would i will say that i am really enjoying foals for some reason i don't know why it's like my catfish in the bottle man which i still heavily enjoy but like a totally different wavelength than them very unique music to me um they have a huge huge following in the uk they have i don't think they've ever even come to america to tour Not, not that i've been aware of um mountain of at my gates is still like their number one top song Which is okay. My number is pretty good. That's like their fourth. Wow, Spanish Sahara being like their fifth or sixth. But, uh, oh, and they released a music video for Neptune recently because it says 2020. So now I'm going to have to watch it, Hmm. even though that that visual might ruin it for me. Um, They do a lot of uh, the music videos that they have released are a good mix of like real life music videos with good effects or like animated ones, which are always nice. But, uh, oh, White Onions. Listen to White Onions. Ugh. White Onions? Great song by Foles. Yeah. Go ahead. Jump on the Foles wagon. You won't, you won't regret it. Someone like me who despises. Let's, okay, let's, let's tone it back. I don't despise that type of music. I just, I'm not a fan of, I don't buy into the mindset of both techno and EDM music. And this is an EDM although some of the remixes of their music is EDM. A lot of people like to jump on their music and turn it into an EDM song. But uh, I really am enjoying a lot of what I'm hearing in Falls. I'm going to keep my eye on them, honestly. I hope that they have a 2020 release. That's super unrealistic. Uh, but uh, I wouldn't be disappointed in the small two to three, four, like these were going to make the parts but didn't album. Be great. But hmm. yeah, Falls. Fantastic. Fantastic night driving music. Listen to Falls. I'm going to have to. Do a little bit of a dip your toe in. Dip your toe in, see what happens. <laughs> okay. And I would say that that song that I found them on, "Mountain at My Gates, is, is a departure from their normal sound. After listening to them, Mount at My Gates is almost like Foo Fighters esque. And you're like, oh. But their normal music, their normal sleigh of music, I'm just like, wow, this is really kind of interesting. And if I was an artist, and I've had the capability of making popular music. I would definitely take Foals' their methodology into into consideration in creating a unique sound. That's my pitch for Foles. I'll be here till May. Gone, Kay. What's here? What are you listening to?
0: Um, let's see. I'm listening to a lot of Baby Keem. You do you? He's your favorite rapper? He is my favorite rapper right now. Um, like literally, I just play his whole discography basically on shuffle. Um, Die For My Bitch, the whole album, I enjoy. I just let that play sometimes. Would he? Do you think? Mm. Would he? Maybe. I don't really know.
1: You I don't, don't know his woman.
0: Yeah, I don't know the woman. I don't know him that well. Um, I've listened to his one song, Locked In A Lot, which mm. is off of Hearts and Darts, his mm. album before, well, two albums before uh Die For My Bitch. Um, so those, that's been that, um... I've been mean, listening to Hosier's discography. Recently, I've been in this, this bag of just listening to an artist and just pressing shuffle, shuffle. and just letting yeah. all of his songs Tarleton play. In a cause, but I didn't really come up with a lot from him. So, Hosier's. And then lastly, um, Fuck the Road, Brent Fias, dropped this week. I've I listened did. to a lot of that. Different. That's a good album. Interesting. That, uh, that might be my, my listen through for the next two weeks or whatever because I don't really bounce around music a lot like i used to so uh that's that's pretty much it there's a lot of lyrics in there that are very people are saying toxic ish and brent Fias, yeah like what this this well one of them one of his lyrics is he might be mr track and field but i then ran through them all another one's like Hmm. uh basically don't call me if you're if you're not a hoe um
1: Lot, a lot, lot I don't know how that can be interpreted as toxic when he is putting his intentions forward, which is what we are told to don't, do in well, PC don't, culture. Don't
0: get me wrong. There's, there's some lyrics in here that eh, might, you know, might be painted uh, as toxic in the social media world. Were you aware that there is a movement? I wouldn't even call it a movement.
1: That there is a small minority of individuals, especially from an LGBTQ background, that despise The Weeknd for some of his lyrics? Like what? What's Specifically from Trilogy. Trilogy was a pretty... uh, it, Yeah, I know. But that that was a self-contained thing. Uh, I don't know. I don't want to get into that. But I just want to put that out there for you to simmer on.
0: Well, that's, that's what I've been listening to. Um, really good project from Brent Fias. I enjoyed it a lot. And, and Baby and, Keem. And Baby Keem. Those have been my... Oh, and Hozier. Those are my and three. Hozier. Not a big discography from Hozier. Not at all. Not at all. So it's really just the same songs, which from him, That's a good collection. Bad. of Oh, no. There's not it's a miss collection. in there. There yeah. is not a miss in there. Yeah, he's really on,
1: on tune with his and, stuff. Uh, and
0: that's, that's me. That's what I've been listening to. Oh, and uh, K-Rob, um, local guy, friend of the show, been on here. K-Rob, about to drop. Yeah, he sent me. By the me. time you hear this, he might he's, even, he it'll is, probably be yeah, dropped. It'll be out. It'll be out. Um, I did get to listen to that new album. I like it a lot. It's pretty good. Um,
1: Somebody who hasn't been on show rosters but has been really working.
0: Yeah, he yeah. he works a lot with his whole basically label slash collective that he started and, and is pushing. Um, so that's a good project. Let's do it when it drops. I'm enjoying it. It comes out, I think, tonight. And that's what I got, folks. This has been another episode of Unwrapped. You can find me everywhere at Kpricks. That's K-A-Y-P-R-I-X.
1: Find this podcast everywhere podcasts are listened to. Um, Spotify, Apple Music. For some reason, as a side note, Spotify has a lot more users than Apple Music, but no one in Spotify's app listens to their podcasts via Spotify. They always always seem to gravitate towards Apple Music. Those stats are weird to me. But anyway, I know you do. I'm not saying that nobody does. I'm just saying that the vast majority. Anyway, App Music, Spotify, Castbox, Google Podcast, whatever. Um, add on Rap716 on Twitter.